We are here, friends. We are back. Welcome back to you to Sounds Like Radio. I am your humble host. We're here with great music today. A lot of dance music. Yeah, if you feel like dancing, you're going to be able to dance to some of these songs we're going to play because today's great Gildersleeve. It's all about Leroy and yeah, you know, the little girl who lives across the street with Bullard, I believe it's Bullard's daughter, or is it his niece? I'm not sure. But her name is Brenda, Brenda Bullard. I believe it's the daughter, the youngest daughter. She kind of has a crush on Leroy, and she is going to ask Leroy to go to a dance. The Cotillion. I wish they had Cotillions again. They must have been fun to go to. Well, in Summerfield, they still have a Cotillion, and that's the dance that... Little Brenda is going to ask Leroy to go to. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I gladly accept, except Leroy, he's nervous. He, he don't think he knows how to do them fancy dances. And, well, that's where the trouble starts. <laughs> On the Gildersleeve show today, will Leroy go to the cotillion? Will Brenda still want to take Leroy? Will... Uh, will I ever start the music? You know, there's one song I think Brenda and Leroy could do very well. You ever see anybody or a group of people do the stroll? Boys line up on one side, girls line up on the other side, and they both face each other, and two by two they go down the middle as they do the stroll. Listen to the diamonds. They'll tell you how to do it. I feel like I'm in the middle of the cotillion right now. 
Man, I like that song a lot. That was the Diamonds doing the stroll. That was a, a very popular dance in the 1950s, and I'd like to see it come back because that song is just great. I love that song, the whole sound of it, the way the drums play, the way they sing. That is a perfect song, and is a perfect song to do the stroll to because the stroll's not that hard to do. Yeah, like I say before, girls and the boys lined up on, on each side of each other. Then they go down the aisle, two by two, doing the stroll, just sort of walking in style with the music. And, oh, yeah, I love it, man, I do. The stroll from the diamonds. Well, you know, you wouldn't have to spend 10 cents to do the stroll because I'd do it for nothing. But Ella Fitzgerald, well, she's willing to give you 10 cents a dance. I guess she likes to do the stroll, but... Maybe there ain't nobody who knows how to do the stroll with it. That's kind of sad. Ella, I I'll do the dance with you. You don't even need to spend a dime. Here's Ella Fitzgerald. I work at the palace ballroom. But cheap at palace is cheap. When I get back to my chilly ballroom, I'm much too tired to sleep. I'm one of those lady teachers A beautiful hostess, you know One that the palace features At exactly a dime a throw Ten cents a dance That's what they pay me, gosh how they weigh me down Ten cents a dance Pansies and rough guys Tough guys who tear my gown Seven to midnight I hear drums Loud saxophone blows Trumpets are tearing my eardrums Customers crush my toes Sometimes I think I found my hero but it's a queer romance All that you need is a ticket Come on, big boy Ten cents a dance Fighters and sailors and bow-legged tailors can pay for their tickets and rent me Butchers and barbers and rats from the harbors Are sweethearts my good luck has sent me Though I've a chorus of elderly bows Stockings are porous with holes at the toes I'm here to close
but it's a queer romance. All that you need is a ticket. Come on, come on, big boy, take That just might be the way that uh, little Brenda can get Leroy to dance with her. Give him a dime. He's he going to get up and start tapping. Yeah, he, he's desperate for money, you know, Leroy. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, something might be wrong with Leroy if he needs to take a dime to dance with little Brenda. Woo! She's hot. I like the way Brenda's voice is in this show. You know, every once in a while you hear interesting voices on the Great Gildersleeve, and I think the girl who plays Brenda has a very interesting voice. Nice. Well, friends, speaking of nice, it'd be nice to have a couple of guys here who just love singing. And they love singing a song here because it's probably what Leroy just might wind up saying to Brenda. Yeah, he didn't start out this way, but he's going to wind up saying, You made me love you. Here's Al Jolson and Bing. You made me love you. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it. You made me want you. And all the time you knew it. I guess you always knew it. You made me happy sometime You made me glad But there were times, baby <laughs> you dog <laughs> You made me sigh for I didn't want to tell you I didn't want to tell you I want some love, that's true Yes, I do Indeed I do, you know I do Give me, give me, give me, give me What I cry for You know you got the kind of kisses That I'd die for You know you made me love you Oh my, uh, <laughs> You can't beat it, man. You just can't beat that. The great Bing Crosby, our house singer here on Sounds Like Radio, and the world's greatest entertainer, Al Jolson, singing together. Yeah, I love it, man. Anytime those two guys got together to sing a song, it was definitely going to be something special. Well, speaking of something special, we got a great Gildersleeve here from November 29th, 1950, when little Brenda... She's quite alluring when little Brenda is going to ask Leroy to go to the dance cotillion with her. Oh, I like this song, and I like this show. Let's listen now to The Great Gildersleeve on today's Sounds Like Radio. Company presents Willard Waterman as the Great Gildersleeve. 
Great Gildersleeve is brought to you each week by the Kraft Foods Company. Kraft, you know, are the makers of the wonderful new Kraft Deluxe Slices. What's doing with the great Gildersleeve? The day's work is done, and the water commissioner is at the wheel of the family car, heading homeward. He seems to be in fine spirits. Say, Christmas decorations in the windows already. Yeah, I'm glad to see it. Yeah, I love the Christmas spirit. Well, there's old Moneybags Bullard walking home. Look at him. Marching along with his nose in the air. I hope he catches in the tree. <laughs> you what a snub that Bullard is. Oh, what the heck. I'll offer him a ride. It's only a couple of blocks. I can stand him that long. Hello, Bullard. Oh, good evening, Gildersleeve. Yeah, I'm on my way home. Can I give you a lift? Old neighbor? Old friend? Thank you. I'll ride with you. Well, good. You, where's your Cadillac, Bullard? Breakdown, did it? No. No, I'm having a new set of tires put on. New tires? What was wrong with the old ones? One of the valves was leaking. <laughs> oh. This is the nice car you have. Well, thank you. Has a self-starter, has it? <laughs> I've been thinking of trading it in. Naturally. Uh, uh, how's everything at your house, Mr. Bullock? Everybody fine? Yes, yes. My little niece, Brenda, is quite excited. Tomorrow night, her school is holding its annual junior cotillion. A cotillion? That's a dance. Oh. Brenda's a pupil of Mrs. Murphy's seminary. Uh, seminary, yeah. Private school. Oh. It seems Brenda must invite a boy to be her escort at the cotillion. A boy of good family, of course. Stuffed shirt. Mrs. Murphy's seminary caters only to the best people. Super snob. From what I hear, Brenda is planning to invite your little nephew, Leroy. You well, Leroy, what? My Leroy? She is? Well... Of course, you know how boys are. Leroy probably won't go. You won't go? Leroy? Oh, yes, he will. He comes from a good family. <laughs> Bullard, have a cigar. Imagine little Leroy. Going to be invited to Mrs. Murphy's cotillion. You're right, George. Old Bullard is true blue. Only the children of the leading families are being invited. And Leroy's in my family. Gildersleeve, you may not be rolling in dough, but you're getting into the upper crust. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Hello, Anki. Good evening, Marjorie. I was watching through the window, and I noticed you drove Mr. Bullard home. Yep, I picked him up down the street. We had a fine talk. I misjudged Bullard all along, Marjorie. Oh? Absolutely. Took me all this time to find out that he thinks very highly of me. In fact, he considers us to be one of the best families in town. Did he say that? You Well, not in so many words. But it was the same thing. By the way, where's Leroy? He's upstairs. 
Has little Brenda been over? Not that I know of. What's going on, Unky? You ate. Big surprise. Leroy! Yeah? Put on a clean shirt, wash your face, and comb your hair. What did you say, Unk? Ilfer. I said get cleaned up. What for? Oh, my goodness. There she is at the door. I'll get it! What's going on? You'll see, my boy. Oh, good evening, Miss Brenda. Is Leroy here? Yes, and he's right here. Won't you step in? Thank you. Well, hello, Brenda. Good evening, Mr. Gildersleeve and Marjorie. Hello, Brenda. Hello, Leroy. Hi. Leroy, don't you know how to answer a lady when she speaks to you? I said hi. Excuse me, I'm going out and help Bertie. Don't you want to come, Unky? No, thanks. I'll stay here with the children. Well, nice to see you, Brent. Yes, indeed. Thank you, Mr. Gildersleeve. What's on your mind? Oop. Leroy, you don't ask a lady what's on her mind. Well, I didn't expect an answer. I was just being sociable. <laughs> I came over to ask you something, Leroy. Yeah? What? Leroy, you don't say, yeah, what? Oh, why don't you talk to her? <laughs> I was only reminding you of your manners, my boy. Brenda's a lady, and you're a gentleman. Okay. I was wondering, would you like to take me to the cotillion tomorrow night? For a walk? A dance, Leroy. You've heard of the cotillion. It's sort of a dance. It's at Mrs. Murphy's seminary. It'll be awfully nice. I'd, I'd like to have you go with me, Leroy, if you're not busy. You'd love to go, Brenda. I would. You what time, Brenda? Be at my house at 7 o'clock. My Uncle Rumson will drive us over. Yeah. Well, that's fine. And thank you very much for asking him, Brenda. Leroy will be there at 7 o'clock. See you tomorrow, then. Good night, Leroy. Good night. Good night, Mr. Gildersleeve. Good night, Brenda. Oh, what did you want to get me into that for? Holy cow. Well, Leroy, this is a very important affair. The children of all the best families are going to be there. Then what am I going for? <laughs> Leroy, we are one of the best families. This proves it. Mr. Buller would never have let Brenda invite you if he didn't think we belonged in the blue book. Blue book, schmoo book. No, my boy. Besides, you like Brenda. She's a fine little girl. She's okay. But gee, Uncle, I can't dance. You can, too. It'll be a lot of fun. You wait. They'll have fruit punch and cookies. All you can eat. Yeah? You'll enjoy it. You can't dance while you're eating, can you? Certainly not. How long will it last? About three hours, from eight until eleven. Why? I wonder if I can keep eating that long. <laughs> well, don't you worry about it, my boy. It'll be a fine evening. Now, you run upstairs and get cleaned up for dinner. Okay. <laughs> what a boy. He really wants to go. He just had to be prodded a little. What happened, Donkey? Yeah, it sounded like you were having a big discussion in here, Mr. Gildersleeve. Oh, you home, Bronco? As I came in the driveway, I saw Mr. Bullard's little niece, Brenda, going down the walk. <laughs> Cute youngster. You bet. She and Leroy have a date for tomorrow night. Leroy has a date? Yep. A very nice dancing party at Mrs. Murphy's seminary. Quite fashionable. Children of all the leading families. Well, you never can tell, Mr. Gildersleeve. Leroy's date with Brenda may be the beginning of something. Who <laughs> was that? Well, that's how I found Bronco. He took me to a dance, and now he's mine. 
Mars. (laughs) But you were both grown up. Leroy's just a boy. Well, you know what they say about childhood sweethearts, Unky? Yes, sir. Great oaks from little acorns grow. Well, by George, Leroy could do a lot worse than little Brenda. I know what you are doing, Unky. You're making a match. He's a regular Cupid, isn't he, Marge? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Yes. Cupid and his little dart. <laughs> Excuse me, children. Where are you going, Unky? Before Bertie puts dinner on, this Cupid is going to dart down to the drugstore and get some cigars. Hello, Peavy. Yeah, hello, Mr. Gildersleeve. <laughs> what can I do for you this evening? You give me a couple of El Lobos, Pete. Very well. There you are. Yeah, I'd better take a little box of chocolates, too, Petey, for Leroy. He's going to his first dance tomorrow night. Little Leroy? My, my. He is very exclusive. Children of Summerfield's most prominent family. This is the one Leroy is going to? <laughs> you bet. And you'll never guess who it was who invited him. Who? Mr. Bullard's little niece, Brenda. Aren't you surprised, Petey? Well, yes. Well, you don't show it. I blinked my eyes. (laughs) Oh, you have another customer, Petey, so I'll be. Well, hello, Bullard. Good evening, Gildersleeve. Hello, Petey. Good evening, Mr. Bullard. Yeah, I was just telling Petey. Your niece and my nephew are having their first date tomorrow night. Yes, yes, they're going to Mrs. Murphy's cotillion. I thought they were going to a dance. <laughs> Ordinary people call it dancing. We call it cotillioning. <laughs> you don't say. Yes, little Brenda is all a flutter over the occasion. Yes, old little Leroy. He can hardly wait. Now, uh, by the way, can you give me a small bottle of perfume, Peavy? Perfume? Hmm. Uh, what fragrance would you like, Mr. Bullard? I have Scarlet Midnight. Dizzy do? No, no, Peavy. This is for Brenda. Perfume for little Brenda. Sweet. Well, here are some perfumes for children. How about little Bo Peep? (laughs) Brenda's a little beyond the Bo Peep age. Don't you have something halfway between little Bo Peep and Dizzy (laughs) do? Well, how about Lily of the Valley? Good. Sure. Leroy will like that. He loves the outdoors. Well, Judge Hooker. Good evening, gentlemen. Oh, Judge. Good evening, Judge. My, we have quite a gathering here. Are they buying something, Peavy, or did they just come in to smell the licorice? <laughs> smell the licorice. You know, this is a real occasion, Judge. Well? Tomorrow night, Mr. Bullard's niece, Brenda, and little Leroy are having their first date. No. Yes, sir. They're going to a cotillion. That's a dance. Leroy and Brenda, those two dear children. Life's most cherished moment. It brings tears to my eyes. I can't find my handkerchief. I can tell you one for a dime. (laughs) No thanks, Peter. I I found mine. How vividly this recalls fond memories of my childhood when I first escorted a little flaxen-haired miss to a taffy pool. A taffy pool? I bet you were stuck on her. (laughs) Evie, how fine it is, Rumson, that you and Gildy have at last buried the hatchet. 
finally joined hands in friendship. Yes, sir. Bygones are bygones. Eh, Bully? Yes, yes, I suppose they are. It's probably a good thing. The way it looks now, you two fellows are liable to be related. Well, it could happen. Tomorrow night might be the beginning of a romance. Leading someday to wedding bell. Oh, now, Judge. (laughs) Judge, what an idea. You might as well Bronco were talking about the same thing at home. Of course, it's silly. Well, childhood sweethearts, you know, sometimes grow up and get married. In the spring, a young man's fancy lightly turns to a lad. Judge, please. <laughs> Nobody is getting married. Nobody is even thinking about anybody getting married. Yeah, of course not. Brenda has a number of years ahead of her. So is Leroy. Plenty of time to find a good wife. A girl has to look around. So does a boy. He can't just marry any old girl that comes along. Well, I wouldn't say that Brenda was any old girl. Oh, no. In fact, she wouldn't marry just any old boy. Well, Leroy isn't just any old boy. You aren't thinking he might marry Brenda. Marry Brenda? Leroy? Certainly not. That's ridiculous. What's ridiculous about it? Well, nothing. Simply that I'm not trying to make a match. I I mean, I wouldn't want Leroy... Oh, you wouldn't want Leroy to marry my niece? No. I mean, yes. My family isn't good enough for you. I didn't say that. Gentlemen, please. Gildersleeve, I wouldn't let my niece marry into your family if you owned the state of Texas. Nope. (laughs) Is that so? Yes. All right. And you can tell Leroy he can just forget about going out with Brenda tomorrow night. And you can tell Brenda she can forget about going out with Leroy. What do you think of that? I've said it before and I'll say it again. Gildersleeve, you're a nincompoop. (laughs) Oh, go to a cotillion. That's it, Dan. (laughs) Peavy, this is all your fault. My fault? You started this whole thing. Peavy, you're an old troublemaker. No, I wouldn't say that. The great Gildersleeve will be back in just a moment. You're missing something if you haven't discovered Kraft pasteurized processed cheese and slices. Once you discover them, you'll never be without convenient, delicious Kraft Deluxe Slices. get back to the great Gildersleeve. Our water commissioner's dream of making Summerfield social register went up in smoke last night. Leroy's date with Bullard's little niece, Brenda, was called off very suddenly by the uncles involved. And this morning, at least one person is quite pleased with the way it came out. Little Leroy. a little Brenda. Leroy, you better start being nicer to the women, folks. If you don't look out, you ain't gonna go up and get married like Mr. Bronco and Miss Marjorie. Oh, I'm nice to him, but holy cow, they're always hanging around. What a boy. Who's at the back door? Why, that's Miss Brenda. 
morning, Miss Brenda. Morning, Bertie. Hello, Leroy. Hi. Could, could I speak to you a minute outside? I don't feel like going outside. <laughs> Tell it to me inside. Leroy, you get on out there. That poor little girl. Okay. Go on now. Poor little girl. Okay. What do you want to talk about? Leroy, my uncle says I can't go with you tonight. Yeah. My uncle says I can't go with you either. Leroy, what do we do? Nothing. But but I want to go with you. I'll get somebody else. I don't want to go with somebody else. I want to go with you. Well, Leroy, we, we don't have to go to the continue. We could go someplace else. My uncle just said I couldn't go to the continue with you. Well, Leroy, don't be mean. I'm not being mean. You don't cry. You want to hold my hand? Okay. Leroy. Yeah? I like you. You like me. <laughs> You're all right. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I have to go now. I'll be waiting for you by the tree in front of our house at 7. Well, I don't know if I'll be there. Goodbye. I don't know if I'll be there. Women make life so complicated. <laughs> Oh, Leroy. Oh, what's your problem, little brother-in-law? Is Uncle Moore home yet? Not yet. What's the matter, Leroy? I got worries. What is it, Leroy? Girls? Yeah. Mr. Bullard said Brenda shouldn't go to the cotillion with me. Uncle Moore said that I shouldn't go with Brenda. But Brenda wants me to take her someplace anyway. You think I ought to... Poor Leroy. Uncle and Mr. Bullard ought to be ashamed of themselves. You're right, Marge. Hey, you know what I'd do, Leroy? What? I'd stand up for my rights. Go over there and take Brenda. Go someplace if you want to. Faint heart, ne'er one, fair maiden. I got a one already. What am I going to do with her? <laughs> do you like little Brenda, Leroy? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Then you do just as Bronco said. And if Uncle Mortimer, Mr. Bullard say anything... Well, we'll take care of it. Leave it to us, Leroy. Thanks. Well, if I'm going with a girl, I may as well face it. If face what? I gotta take a bath. Hello, Bertie. My, you home late this evening, Miss Gilsey. Well, I had a lot of water bills to get out. Family had dinner? Yes, sir. They've eaten and gone. Eaten and gone? Leroy, too? Yes, sir. <laughs> Where'd he go? I don't know, but he took a bath and put on clean clothes before he went. He's going someplace, that boy. He is? Yes, sir. He was clean and handsome and bright in the eyes. Two to one, he's headed to Brenda. He was Bertie. He was clean and handsome and bright in the eyes. Two to one, he's headed to Brenda. You're all right, Bertie. Mr. Gilfrey, you know where two to one Leroy was headed? Yes, That's Bertie. Right. Two to one, he's headed for Brenda. <laughs> That boy went over to Bullard. Gildersleeve! Gildersleeve! Oop. There's Bullard. What's he bellowing about? Gildersleeve! You all right, Joe? 
door down. I'm coming. Gildersleeve, where's that nephew of yours? Wooler, don't you roar at me. Where's that niece of yours? She's with your nephew. Where's he? He's with your niece. You started this whole thing, Bullard. You and that darn cotillion. Gildersleeve! I... Here, here's a note pinned to your front door. What's this? Huh? Yes, yes, yes. Dear Uncle Mort, Brenda and I have gone to Union Station. Don't be sore, love Leroy. Union Station? Union Station? They're leaving us. Running away together. On the train? Little Leroy. My little Brenda. We drove them away, Gildersleeve. Now, Bullard, it's not all your fault. I'm to blame, too. We're fools, Gildersleeve. Blind fools. You're all right. Well, let's not stand here. You're getting tears all over the run. <laughs> let's do something. Yes, yes, do something. We've, we've got to do something. Come on, Gildersleeve. In my car. We'll go to the Union Station. Maybe we can head them off before the train leaves. Come on, Gildersleeve. Come on! <laughs> Running. We've covered every inch of the depot and the freight yards. Not a sign of them. I'm afraid we're too late, Gildersleeve. They must have taken the 7.30 train for Kansas City. My little Brenda... Little Leroy, we've turned them against us, Gildersleeve. Just a pair of fools, that's what we are. And now we're paying the price. Stop blubbering, I can't stand it. <laughs> Let's go home to my cold, empty house and call the FBI. FBI? G-men? Chasing little Leroy? Or they'll just take them off the train. You poor, frightened little kid. Driven from their home. No place to go. <laughs> Little Brenda. Bullard, <laughs> stop blubbering. you were gone, both of them. Oh, Brenda, don't ever do that to your uncle again. So what? Well, it was that note you pinned to our door, Leroy. What about it, huh? Well, you said you were going to Union Station. Yeah, we did. That's the title of the movie we saw. (laughs) (laughs) Movie? We went with Franco and Marjorie. It was a wonderful picture. Yeah, I'd like to see it again. You would? What time is it, Bullard? Uh, It's it's nine o'clock. Why, George, you can't see it again. We'll all see it. If we hurry, we can get there in time for the second show. Come on, everybody, let's go. What a character. But I like him. Greg 
Gildersleeve will be right back. Now, if pleasing the whole family is your biggest problem when it comes to buying cheese, just listen to this. Those wonderful new Kraft Deluxe Slices come in five delicious varieties. That's right. Tomorrow, look for them in your grocer's dairy case. The five kinds of delicious Kraft processed cheese in slices. Leroy's got the phone. And I wanted to call Catherine. Can I speak to Brenda, please? Hello, Brenda? Hi. I don't know if I can walk to school with you tomorrow. I don't know. Can't you find somebody else? Listen to that boy. The way he treats little Brenda. Yeah, I don't think I can tomorrow. Oh, all right. Sure. You're welcome. Goodbye. You're right, George. Maybe the boy has something there. Hello, Catherine? I don't know if I can make it to your house for dinner tomorrow night. Can't you find somebody else? You can. Oh, Catherine, wait, please. Leroy. Walter Tetley, Mary Lee Robb, Lillian Randolph, Dick Crenna, Barbara Whiting, Gail Gordon, Earl Ross, and Dick LeGrand. This is John Heaston saying goodnight for the Kraft Foods Company, makers of the famous line of Kraft quality food products. Be sure to listen in next Wednesday and every Wednesday for the further adventures of the Great Gildersleeve. There's magic in mustard. Yes, when you want to put new taste excitement in almost anything, just add a little mustard and you'll add a lot of tang. Hidden flavors pop right out. Every bite tastes better. For when you add a little mustard, you add a lot of tang. Craft prepared mustard. Here comes that unconventional gentleman. Your humble host. On NBC. From November 29, 1950, they have the great Gildersleeve as Leroy and the lovely little Brenda went out to the cotillion. <laughs> I like that show. That was fun to listen to. You know, it was all about Leroy and Brenda and young love. Who would know about young love, I ask? Well, how about Tab Hunter? He knows something about it. Tell us about it, Tab Hunter. All about that young love. They say for every boy and girl, there's just one love in this whole world. And I know I found mine. 
The heavenly touch of your embrace tells me no one could take your place ever in my heart. Young lovers, lovers, filled with true devotion. Sweet lips will tell me that your love is real and I can feel that it's true. We will vow to one another there will never be another The great Tab Hunter, better known probably for being an actor, but he also sang some songs, and that was a classic song that Tab Hunter sang, Young Love, Young Love. Sonny James also did that song. I thought he did a good version, too, but we can't play all the versions of Young Love here. Uh, Young Love, that was what happened to little Leroy and Brenda. Yeah, well, let's hope it happened to them. Because when Brenda saw Leroy, she was she was thrilled. She went right up to Leroy and she said, I want you to be my baby, just like Georgia Gibbs. Here's Georgia Gibbs, Little Miss Nibs. Will you? 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 Will you?
for you to start to give me some loving. Carrying the torch for you to start her in an oven. It's time for you to give me a little turtle dove and baby hold me tight and do what I tell you. Oh, she's going crazy, ain't she? That is Little Miss Nibs, Miss Georgia Gibson. Uh, where is my music? Ah, there it is. <laughs> oh, Mr. Engineer, he's up to his old tricks. Yeah, Georgia Gibbs, and I want you to be my... I think, you know what, I think if Georgia Gibbs went up to, to Leroy like that and said, I want you to be my baby, and then started dancing around and singing all them lyrics to that song to Leroy, I, I think Leroy would be, be turning around and running around out the door. Oh, oh I have too much for Leroy. But you know what ain't too much for Phil Harris when he sees Leroy's face, and then he looks and sees Brenda's face, and then he looks back and sees Leroy's face, and he says, Oh, what a face. <laughs> Here's the great Phil Harris on Sounds Like Radio. He carries her picture in his pocket. Twas taken the day he went to sea. He carries her picture in his locket. Though she is as ugly as can be. Oh, what a face. Oh, what a face. It's, a disgrace it's a disgrace to be showing it in any public place. One morning he took her to a pig farm He told her to wait down by the rail But when he returned he couldn't find her The farmer had put her up for sale Oh, what a face, it's a disgrace To be showing it in any public place She always liked to watch the horses When they were racing at the track until the day she wandered near the stable And the jockey put a saddle on her back Oh, what a kisser It's a disgrace To be showing it in any public place Her father arranged for her to marry Some fella who had never seen the bride But when she raised the veil to let him kiss her He screamed and then committed suicide Oh, what a face! Oh, What a disgrace to be showing it in any public place He carried her picture in his pocket he kept it till his ship went down at sea. Twas then that he took the little locket and packed it in the box and set it free. And now that picture in the locket is floating around from sea to sea. And if by chance you ever find it, don't open it up or you will see that awful face. It's a, it's a disgrace to be showing it in any public place. Oh, my. A little taste of The Thing there. Did you recognize that? The Thing? Phil Harris's big song from the 50s, The Thing. A little bit of that right there at the end with those drums. Yeah, Phil Harris and Oh, What a Face. And now I know he could not have been singing about Brenda because Brenda is one of the cutest little things you're ever going to meet. 
I just hope Leroy realizes it too. Well, speaking of realizing it, I hope Leroy realizes that that little Brenda was worth saving the dance for. In fact, it was worth saving the last dance for Brenda. Says Amy Lou Harris, that's what she wants you to do. Save the last dance for me. <laughs> All right, Emmy Lou, I'm convinced. Yeah, here's the great Emmy Lou Harris and Save the Last Dance for Me. Even the last dance for her. I'll be glad to. <laughs> I always like that song. 
You know, it's, I think, time for a bonus song here because I'm just in the mood for it. That's why I'm doing it. The great Nat King Cole sings this really nice song here called You Stepped Out of a Dream. And I want to hear it. Here is Nat King Cole on Sounds Like Radio. You stepped out of a dream. You are too wonderful to be what you see. Could there be eyes like yours? Could there be lips like yours? Could there be smiles like yours? Honest and truly, you stepped out of a cloud. I want to take you away, away from the crowd, and have you all to myself, alone and apart, out of a dream, save into my heart. feel like I was just in a dream with that music. Oh, that was nice. Nat King Cole, you stepped out of a dream. Uh, a little bonus song here on Sounds Like Radio. Why? Because I was in the mood to hear it. That was a nice song, and I wanted to hear it again. Well, friends, we hope you enjoy today's Sounds Like Radio. The Great Gildersleeve, a broadcast from November 29th, 1950. And we heard a whole lot of great singers today. Uh, least of which was the world's greatest singer, Al Jolson, singing along with our house singer, Bing Crosby, Ella Fitzgerald, even the Diamonds showed us how to do the stroll. Emmy Lou Harris, she wanted us to save the last dance. Georgia Gibbs was by. She wants you to be her baby. Ooh, and Phil Harris just can't forget her face. And <laughs> Tab Hunter, he all, he was here to sing about that young love that little Leroy and Brenda had. And then we just hit a little nice Nat King Cole song to close out the show. What better way to close the show? That's what I say. Until next time, then I am your humble host for Sounds Like Radio. Mm, Goodbye for now. Thanks for listening, everyone.